Hey, what does the power say? 24.5 volts. Okay, that should be enough. Hello and welcome to the fourth Power Cut episode. My name is Heather and I am your host. One of the most common questions I ask is, what does the power say? It's like my off-grid mantra. Of course, the power doesn't actually say anything because it doesn't have a voice, but because checking the power level regularly is one of those off-grid habits you develop to ensure you can do whatever it is you were intending to do, you end up asking that question a lot. Our regulator and inverter are the same Outback brand. Though we're not quite living out the back of nowhere, because we almost live in rural suburbia with all the developments that have been happening around us. But to know what voltage the batteries have and hence our available power supply, we use a little unit called a mate. It's like a small screen with a few buttons underneath and from there you can turn the inverter on or off, which is like turning the power on or off. The mate unit's located by the kitchen table because it's a handy all-purpose location. Not only can we see what the voltage is and turn the power on and off, with the automatic start now connected to our generator, we can turn the generator on from the mate. We can't turn it off from there yet, but hopefully one day we'll be able to have that feature. We can drop the feed from the generator to the inverter charger so that the generator can recover from the load it had before you power down the generator manually you must remember to choose use again ready for the next time you need the generator otherwise when you start the generator with a push of a button you'll turn the generator on but you'll be basically wasting fuel because it won't be charging the batteries there's a little trick for turning the generator on too I love that I'm able to push a button from inside the house now but because we still have to manually turn it off You have to start the generator and then press the manual off button. Otherwise, the automatic start will keep trying to wind the generator over. There are lots of little tricks like this and things that you discover when you build an off-grid power system. And then these tricks become ingrained in your daily routine. When people come to stay, I have to think ahead of what their usual power consumption habits are and either explain how it works differently here or ensure that I prepare things so their power consumption has the least effect on the amount of power that we have. Even the level of conservatism takes a bit of time to adjust to. When deciding whether or not it's time to turn the generator on, I consider the current weather, the forecast, and what kind of electricity demands I will have based on what I want to get done. Because we've had weeks and weeks and weeks of rain, we've been using the generator quite regularly. So, this episode is a tribute to my power bill, which has been fairly expensive lately. It made me think about the experiences we've had with generators. So if you listen to Power Cut episode 001, the brief intro into our off-grid system, you'll remember I mentioned we've had three generators. The reason we have a generator is because we need a backup. When you live off the grid, you need alternatives. Also, we've built up our system over time, so we need to be able to top up our power supply. 
The first two generators were petrol and not acquired specifically for our off-grid setup, meaning their capacity wasn't high enough to cope with what we needed them for. The third and current generator is diesel and it's labelled, labelled, as a silent generator. It's in a shed built into a hill, so it has some level of sound reduction, but it's not quiet, let's put it that way. It's large and heavy and like all things with a motor it needs regular maintenance, oil and filter changes mainly. The fun part, now that it's wired to the automatic start, is we can't move the generator to be able to do an oil or filter change. And the best part is when there's an issue with the generator and it won't start, or connect to the inverter charger and you have a compulsory power cut while you're trying to troubleshoot and repair the generator in the dark at like 11 o'clock at night. With the record low in 2016 for sunshine hours in our region, it amazed me to calculate that the percentage of the year we run the generator is around 5%. It equates to running the generator for about 18 days and 6 hours non-stop. If you spread that over a year, it's like around 2 hours every day of the year. But that's not what we do. We only run the generator when necessary. So. I am desperately hoping that the sun comes back because it's starting to get a little hard. When we collect enough power from the solar panels, it's a good day. I live for those days when we don't have to use the generator at all. This brings us to the end of the fourth Power Cut episode. If you'd like to find out more in the Behind the Episode bonus, support this podcast and become a patron on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash sunshine and power cuts. If you enjoyed the episode, please share it with a friend. Leave a rating and review on any of the platforms that you listen on. I'd really appreciate it. Until next time, be empowered by nature.